Hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? Well, I am like you. Uh, we just dialed each other up, and uh, we are both fucking sleepy, aren't we? Oh, yeah. I, I don't know if it's the seasons or what, man, but I, I even got good sleep last night. I'm tired as hell right now. Uh, I never get good sleep because my dumb son still refuses to sleep through the night. Ah, uh, it sucks, man. He's up all the time. I'll tell you this, though. I am in, uh, hold on, I'm eating dinner, which is a energy bar. <laughs> Nice, nice. Well, I just had the, chips and salsa, man. Well, chips and salsa is at least, you know, I mean, like an energy bar. Like, I just had a show at a bar. I'm in Minnesota, and uh, comics get fat, dude. You see them, because if you just eat bar food the entire time or comic food. Oh, yeah, food. man. But I'll tell you this. I was, I, I was texting you before the show. Uh, it was only like, I'm in the middle of nowhere, Minnesota. It's just a small little town, and uh, only like... 30 to 40 people showed up. I would guess about 40 if overall. And dude, it was fantastic. I would rather have 40 people that are in a good mood and ready to laugh than a sold out 200 person show that just like people were bitter. Like oh, yeah. these small town people, it was amazing. They they I just wanted to test them out to see what they would let me do. And they let me do like an extended bit that's pro gay and anti bigot and like picks on christianity a little and they just loved it and laughed and i even threw a ben carson joke in and they laughed at that too i'm like oh not too bad like sometimes you get to a small town everybody's white you know and you just think all right it's gonna be conservative and shitty like that experience we've talked about on the podcast you and colin ryan had oh yeah yeah or was it doing that that uh some some comedy festival thing at a small and by comedy festival i mean they 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 had a few bar shows Exactly, it was Mount Vernon, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I I couldn't remember where the hell it was at. Yeah, it's not even a like they still call it a comedy festival, but now it's one show on a Saturday night or something like that, and they call it a whatever. But so kudos to Minnesota for being progressive and allowing me to shit on bigotry. That's cool, man. It's just it's so funny, like totally different worlds that. You're doing stuff you're like, yeah, I, I did a shit that was not racist or homophobic at all. And somehow it went really good. They didn't boo me. They, uh, they, they, they liked hearing it. Whereas if, if you do stuff here, like in New York, that, that is racist or, or homophobic or sexist or something like that's the stuff that's going to give you problems, man. You know, which is sad because. You should be able to joke about everything. It wasn't that I just said that was, I never do sets that are racist or homophobic, but I actively challenged it. Like in New York, I right. suppose that would be considered pandering, you know, where in New York, you should be able to get away with playing with stereotypes, not exactly racism, but playing with stereotypes and not getting like, oh, like they might do. Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, a lot of times people would just do it. I mean, they, it, it won't be in any kind of clever way or right it's making any bullshit. kind of yeah yeah it's just like hey, did you know asians drive bad and, and black guys like to bang ugly blonde chicks like it's it's just it's not well, not just you know ugly, it's not saying anything. Fat, fat right right that's what i'm saying like it'll it'll just be like basic plays on stereotypes to where it's like yeah i'm, I'm not like offended that you're joking about anything it's just it'd be you're, you're not clever for making that point, like like everyone's heard that joke before, you know that it's gone in that direction. Yeah, I mean, if, if that's all you have to say with the joke, 
then it's probably not going to go too good, you know. But but a lot of people try. <laughs> well, that's when they can't think of anything that is interesting. But uh... so anyway, what do you want to talk about this week? We have so much we could talk about. We got the Syrian Syrian refugee crisis. We got Charlie Sheen. We got. Uh... Let, let's just touch this in passing. The thing I texted you. Um, I don't know if we even talked about it on the podcast, but it was huge news that one douchebag bought a pharmaceutical company and jacked up the price on an AIDS drug from like $13 a pill to $750 a pill. It made huge news. Everybody was complaining about it, and he's trying to defend it. Well, that company, Karma, just posted a $14 million loss. I think it was a million-dollar loss for the last quarter. So in three months, they lost $14 million. And so that made me kind of happy. That was a nice little smile there. Yeah. I think people focus too much on that one guy and not on the fact that maybe we shouldn't have a system where, where medicine is more or less controlled by a dude who looks like that. Forget even what he did with the well, medicine just, alone. That is, just, medicine is bought and traded on the stock market. That yeah. Like owned like the, I mean. Right. Like all you got to do is I mean, take somebody who's never been here, never heard of the United States, whatever. He's from the past. It's fucking, or, you know, he's from here, from the past, whatever. And you say, listen, we're in the future. There's a developed country. And this is guys like this are who runs the medical system. They don't even explain the story to him. Just show the picture of that greasy it looking like Christian Bale in American Psycho if he was neither in shape or good looking. Or yeah, yeah, douchebaggy yeah. frat boy looking. Yeah, if he was like the wannabe of the guys in American Psycho. It'd just be like, yeah, this this is a guy who is running medical companies. Well, is he a doctor? Does he know anything about medicine? And no, 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 he's just a greedy prick who uh, his parents had money and he grew up in the city. And he's, he, yeah, he, he dresses like a tool because... He is a tool, and he is in charge of the medicine. What do you think he's going to do? And they will recite the story to you. They would tell me that guy did exactly what a dude who looks like that dude should do in anything. And so it's it's just weird that that guys like that are in charge of medicine, man. You know, they're they're in charge of the fucking companies. It's not just medicine. It's a guy like that that's running for president. Like, at least Trump wears suits. But other than that, he's everything you just described. He took daddy's money, and I don't understand how... I mean, I, I understand. I don't understand why people like it. He made all his money now licensing his name. Like, he, every time he tried a business adventure, a business venture as Donald Trump, it failed, and he went bankrupt and lost money. So he finally figured out, oh... I'm not going to invest my own money. I'll just brand my name. And now, like, all the Trump, you know, things, uh, Trump hotels are just, he doesn't pay anything. He just collects royalties on his name. And this is the guy that's running for fucking president. And people, he's leading in the polls. It's, it's like, why are they mad at a douchebag for raising medicine at the same time they're going to vote for him for president? Or, you two, know, caucus Two things form, with, you know with I mean. Trump. A, and I, and I know I've said this on the podcast a lot. I think the only reason he's leading in the polls is because the, the moderates aren't really voting, and the ones who are even somewhat moderate on the right, their vote's getting divided like 15 other ways right now, right? True, true, and, true, but true. You have said that. Also, I think as, as far as— And what, it is a good point. What's up? I said you have said that, and it is a good point. I wanted to revalidate your point that, yes, you are correct. I agree with you. That it's, it's, it's well thought out. But also, I, I, I think 
if you look at another guy who's doing good on on, on the right right now, it's uh, Ben Carson, right? Uh, who's just an asshole. Yeah, yeah. But the, the the thing that him and Donald Trump sort of have in common, which is overall what I think the people who like them like about them, is that they're not politicians. They view them as like, oh, these guys are outsiders. And, well, they weren't part of, making this shitty system the way it is and so uh we're gonna we're gonna vote for them because they have no experience being a politician but that's just an absurd reason to vote for somebody going oh well he's not a politician and it was politicians that messed it up therefore he's the only one who fixed it that, that, that would not work in anything else like you wouldn't uh have a car you take it to a mechanic and then you, it, it's kind of fucked up a couple weeks later and your friend says, listen, don't pay some mechanic to fix your car. All right? Mechanics are the ones who uh, didn't fix it right or caused this problem. The mechanics got you into this mess. Picks me to, you know, pay me to fix a car. And you say, have you ever worked on cars? And he says, no. I'm a, uh, I'm a baker. <laughs> it's a good point. You know, like, it's, 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 fucking, it's absurd. Like, you would not do that with anything else. But uh, for some reason, this guy's fucking killing it, man. And the other thing that happens is, like, with uh, Ron Paul, Paul more than his son Rand Paul, uh, when Ron Paul would run for president every fucking election cycle, people's like, we need an outsider. Really, an outsider that's been in the system his whole life. Well, and, to be and, fair, when they were calling him an outsider, politics. I don't think they were... I, I think that's different than what they're saying about this these guys being an outsider. Oh, it's different, but they... they, they he was outside the, the two core group of people. leading political parties. You know what I mean? Like, he was he was still a politician. He just wasn't in the two parties. These guys just weren't fucking politicians. It's true. It's true. I think it's the same people voting for him, though. Ron Paul? Or that, are, that are supporting Trump. No, I think the same people that follow that sort of, like, just vote on anger over thought are the ones that, uh, I don't know, man, but see, Paul had a lot of different people voting for him though. You know what I mean? Like you had, you had people that were, uh, just kind of against like hard military foreign policies. Uh, people were against hard, uh, drug policies and things like that. But then you also had people who were like, Oh, with you know, the government shouldn't regulate anything commerce wise. Or, you know, the government shouldn't regulate anything um, uh, states' rights-wise. And so it's like there's a, there's a lot of good reasons to uh, vote for Ron Paul, but there's a lot of really bad reasons to vote for him, too. You know what I mean? He, it, it, yeah, well, I know, because the states' rights things that can transition right now because uh, people are like, oh, states' rights, states' rights. Well, and what's happening right now, uh, 25 governors are saying, we will not accept any Syrian refugees except they don't have the right to do that because, thankfully, the federal government can say, ah, fuck you, you have no say in this. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. I mean, it's, uh, you, you can divide stuff like that, the, the guys say, into just a few distinct categories. You know what I mean? Like, this is awesome, we should totally do this, and then, yeah, it, it kind of works well, partially, in theory, and then that's batshit fucking crazy, and if you did this, uh, I would I would riot in the street. You know what I mean? I, I, I feel three categories. Guys like, you know, Rand Paul or any, like, libertarian kind of guy. You know what I mean? Um, I, I fucking, there was a great 
shit, I shouldn't have even started. I saw, I saw a great thing that's talking about what you were saying. It was a joke or a comedian or something where it was like, everybody is a libertarian until libertarians start talking. Something like that. It was it was a really great comment that talked about uh, they, they, they start great, like you just said. They have a couple good ideas like, oh, government's big. Yeah, it is. So we need to deregulate. Yeah, we do. And no more schools or libraries or like, oh, wait a yeah, second. Yeah, yeah. I know, mean, like it, the ones who kind of scale back on some of that shit, like there's good individual libertarian politicians, man. But, I mean, there's also some really fucking horrible ones, too. So it's like you just got to kind of. say that about any, any of the parties. There are good Republicans, good Democrats, and there are just shitty it's, it doesn't even it's it's people and more than parties or anything. Right, but I'm saying like that that party really tends to vary as far as what aspects of libertarianism they want to focus on. You know what I mean? True. Because that, that's yeah. that's going to be life or death difference between you know whether I think they're a good guy to fucking be even in charge of a pizza hut, uh, let alone you know the uh, the country. Have you uh, speaking of uh, going back to sort of bouncing around the Syrian refugee thing that the the governors are saying, states' rights, we're not going to accept them. Have you been online? What have you been following or hearing of it? Have you... A little bit. I, yeah, I've, I've heard that uh, Branstead's not accepting any in Iowa. Yeah, like, he's... he's Well, he he's saying he won't, but he can't say... He can say that, but he has no say. Oh, yeah, there was some things. I didn't, I didn't think those guys could do that, but I, 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 I don't know, man. I haven't been following that one too close. I, it's kind of early in it. I know a lot of a, a lot of states are saying yeah, we're not going to take them, and it's it. yeah. And, and honestly, I I don't know that we've really had any anything like this massive in our modern time as far as influxes. So, like, I, I don't know legally speaking how how they deal with that shit. To be honest with you, modern times, no. But I did see a graph like people pull shit up, and I guess that's where I was going with this is. You know, you have the bigots that are completely against it, and they're throwing out so many illogical arguments. Um, one posted a picture I saw that was a bowl of candy and said, hey, this bowl of candy has one poisoned piece in it. Will you give it, put it near your kids? And, let, you know, like the right. idea that there's going to be one. And it's like, to me, my first immediate thought is, and I was redundant there because first means immediate. My immediate thought is, okay, fuckface, do you drive a car? Because... Are you saying that car accidents never happen? Do you never put your kids in a car and drive with them because you have a greater chance of getting in an accident than you do being blown up by a Syrian refugee terrorist that snuck through? I mean, it's so illogical. Yeah. And then another one was the, I can't think of his name right now, but it was the Fort Hood shooter, the the Muslim, uh, I think he was a doctor. I'm, I think, I'm pretty sure he was a doctor. But either way, they, they said, ooh, who vetted this guy? Um, dickheads, he was born and raised in America. Yeah. He turned extreme in America. Nobody vetted him. He was an American that turned, like, it's just, they, they have no arguments, well, but they're so passionate about that. Honestly, I, I I do kind of see why someone would be nervous about having that many Syrian refugees uh, oh, I get, coming I in at the same time. Too. I understand fear, but you have to, I guess where I was going with this is you said, we've never seen this in modern times. We haven't. Right. But we did in World War Two. No, I absolutely. saw an article that said uh, we did the same thing back then. It was quickly said, "Yeah, no Jews." 
And then we felt bad after we discovered, oh, they were being put in concentration camps and killed. Well, maybe we should have allowed some Jews into the beginning of it. Because, you know, Jews, the people in Europe, they weren't stupid. They saw what was coming and said, fuck, we got to get the fuck out. And they scattered. Whoever could scatter could scatter. But America was like, yeah, fuck off. And then, like I say, we feel bad when it's all over. Right, like, right. And I, I mean, that's, that's, that's what it comes down to, man, is... What kind of country do you want your country to be? Because I, I, I tend to be pretty hard on the U.S. government as a whole, especially when it comes to foreign policy, policy stuff, you know. But one thing that I do kind of pride myself with, I mean, not just with the U.S., but with all Western countries that, you know, are being called evil by ISIS and that kind of thing. Oh, this is the evil West and... You know, they're the great Satan and all this. Look at all the Middle Eastern countries that are taking Syrian refugees right now. Fucking none of them. Jordan is. Oh, Jordan is, is Jordan doing it? In. Yeah. Oh, I didn't, King, I didn't think King they were. Jordan, right. he's the only one that I know of. And he's he's the guy that fucking wears the military uh, guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The king. I've seen, was, I've seen pictures yeah, of him. He, yeah. <laughs> he rocks. I didn't, yeah, I didn't realize Jordan was doing that. I thought they were all. He gave a speech there. and said, this is, this is a war on humanity. He's saying Muslim countries, more Muslims are being killed by these guys. You know, they, they say we're against the West, but they're killing Muslims right. because they're not the right Muslims. He's, a, he's like, these are evil people. We are not, it's not a Muslim war. It is a humanity war. I mean, he, he's, he's fucking on top of shit. Well, yeah, man. And, and, and that's the thing is, like, so many countries over there. I thought it was all of them. I, I didn't, re- I, I apologize. I misspoke. I didn't realize Jordan was letting anybody in, but like, most of Saudi Arabia, of course, is not. They never do. They, yeah. you know, a tragedy happens. They never give money, or if they do, it's a pittance. Like, you know, for from the Christmas tsunami, I think they kicked right. in a hundred thousand or something. And and that's the thing is is like, are you are you taking a risk by letting like a hundred thousand refugees from a place where there's a lot of extremism like that in your country? Yeah, yeah, you are taking a risk because you know what? Yeah, it's. They're basically all running from, from the same things that you're afraid of. You know, if anybody can empathize yeah. with having their city blown up and shot up by ISIS, it's damn sure the Syrian refugees. That being said, exactly. 99.9% of them are good. But right. Is, it, is, is one of them going to try and slip in with the refugees? Absolutely. They're yeah. going to try and take advantage of the situation. And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and act like the people who are, are freaked out by that are completely in the wrong because they're not completely in the wrong you know you have every right to be a little bit fucking wary about like oh it's just gonna lead to something like that happen over here but you know what like if if you want to be one of the good guys you have to put yourself at a little bit of risk uh to help out humanity as a whole you know what i mean you have to decide okay I, i'm gonna help out these people who are, are going through not the same numbers wise as what the fuck happened in the Holocaust, but you know, the lots of And we lost Jake. Hello? Hello? And you're back. Yeah. You put me on hold. You touched yeah, something. Yeah, no, my my girlfriend called, man. It automatically did it. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, because it just popped up like you have been put on hold. Oh but yeah, anyway, so like You gotta be if you 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 can't say America's a great country and then not walk the walk because that the Yeah. Exactly. We're how different are we from Saudi Arabia if, right. if we don't so I hear what you say. I guess I guess my problem is I 
I get the fear too because I have kids and I'm not completely unafraid. Like it scares me too. But at the same time, I don't like the illogical arguments that are being used. That's what pisses me off. Just be genuine. Say, I am afraid and I know it's illogical or whatever, blah, blah. But don't say the whole thing like, ooh, one piece of candy is bad. Would you put this near your kids? Fuck you. Like I Right. Like you don't I need said. to blow it out of proportion and make bullshit arguments. That's just making it sound stupid. I mean, it, it, people do have a, a reason to be genuinely worried about that. I mean, you know, one of the I, – I, I guess it has come out that one of the guys that was in the uh, uh, Paris attacks technically was – it's with the Syrian refugees, man. I mean, he, he went through Turkey and and through Europe and into, into Paris with groups of refugees. And so, yeah, I mean, that, that is a risk, annoyed. you know. Yeah. And like I said, they're going to try and take advantage of it. And uh, fuck, there's nothing you can do. This this is sort of, it's not off topic, but they, they, they say, obviously, that they're going to vet the Syrian refugees very carefully and make sure everybody is who they say they are and... And they're looking for families more than single men traveling yeah. alone, you know. Um, did you see the movie Captain Phillips? Uh, Captain Phillips. No, I didn't. With Tom Hanks. It was like no. great. Love and Tom know, Hanks movies, though, man. I know this is a movie, but it's obviously based on a true story. It's based on the Captain Phillips who was on that uh, ocean liner that was taken uh, captive by Somali pirates. Okay. So when – now, there's a difference between special forces – and the U.S. government. The U.S. government generally runs like shit because we've all stood in line at the fucking airport and TSA, you know, call that security. Or... Yeah, those aren't our nation's finest. No, but there's a scene in Captain Phillips where the, the, the military shows up and special forces shows up and we make contact with the guys that are holding Captain Phillips, Tom Hanks, fucking whatever, uh, hostage and, some, and they're, they're video cameraing it. They're, they're, they're getting it on film. And they enter it into the system, and as soon as the special forces guy calls them, he freaks them the shit out by saying, you know, and I can't, I, I can't say the names because I don't know them, but, you know, he gets the, the Somali pirates online. He's like, I'm obviously talking to, you know, Joe Bob from Somalia, and with you, and the pirates are flipping the fuck out because <laughs> it's like, how the fuck do they know who we are? Because, I mean, my point is military intelligence can be really fucking good when... You you have the right people and the right resources. We could vet Syrian refugees excellently. Yeah, but, but that's a pretty will we? Because that's, that's a, a pretty big scale, though, too, man. This is a small boat full of pirates. You're talking about hundreds of thousands of refugees. You know what I mean? No, no, no. But I'm saying that there are hundreds of thousands of Somalis, and all they did was take pictures of them and run them through the system and get who they were. You could do that with Som with the Syrians, but at the same time. My point is there's a difference between special forces doing it on high-power military computers and specific as opposed to the government, which would be the TSA checking. The well, yeah, because once you start making it like a – once we make it like a mass, massive thing, like we're not – I mean it's the same with food, man. If, if the, the stuff that Gordon Ramsay cooks on TV, if he decides I'm going to franchise this and serve – you know, 20 billion of these things a day like McDonald's does or whatever. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, yeah, mass production just turns yeah. out Yeah, I mean, the same thing would happen with uh, just security measures, too, you know? I mean, they're not going to be able to, like, run special forces types investigation 
on 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 that many people, man. I mean, yeah, no, they can't. That's I was I, I was making the distinction. I was just saying when we do it, this has nothing to do with anything. But dude, um, where I live, we have a little uh, pizza place that's local, owned just a family, whatever, and it's so good. And we order from there all the time. And then I went to my mother in law's house, and she and her fiance. Uh, all the grandkids were coming over like, oh, we're going to get pizza. And everyone's like, yay. He's like, oh, we're going to get Pizza Hut. It's like, why the fuck would you do that? Like, I like Pizza Hut. So they order it. And holy shit, dude, I have not had Pizza Hut in years, but it is awful. I remember being yeah. a kid and liking it. But once you start eating the small town shop handmade oh, pizza, yeah, dude. And you switch it's, it's back to It's not the fucking same, dude. Just day. fucking barf. Absolutely. Dude, uh, a little bit off topic. Uh, speaking of the other, I was other... gonna say, speaking of barf, let's go to Charlie. Yeah, Shane, but go with the other, the other tragedy that's been in the news, man. I, <laughs> dude, I'm not gonna sit here and say I was shocked to find out that I, you know, that I now had to live with the fact that Charlie Sheen has to live with AIDS, right? But I will say that the one thing that I had going for me in my life was Charlie Sheen being AIDS free. Right before Tuesday, because <laughs> if he could do it all, then you were pretty safe. That's but what now... I'm saying. Any night that I blacked out and woke up drunk, like, oh fuck, did I, did I forget to wear a condom last night? I'd be like, yeah, I don't worry about it. If you, dude, if Charlie Sheen doesn't have AIDS, you're fine. Well, that was then, and this is now. It's a new world. A new it's a dawn. new world. I'll never forget where I was on Tuesday, uh, November 16, 2015. This is a tragedy. Here was For my degenerates funny one. everywhere. I thought it was funny because I rem- last week it started hitting all the gossip rags. Um, I saw it online three places that said major A-list star has AIDS or is HIV positive and so on and so forth. Um, the whatever who broke the story has it and isn't telling anybody, but they're going to break it any minute now once they receive confirmation. Major A-list star. And so when it came out as Charlie Sheen, I'm like, that's kind of a letdown. When I think major A-list star, I think like Brad Pitt, George Clooney, something like that. Yeah, I, I, don't, think I don't know. He's, he's still up there, though. You know what I mean? He was on like, uh, he was in like Platoon and, and Two and a Half in Men and 86. stuff like that. You know, he's, he, yeah, but you know, Two and a Half Men was a pretty big show. Yeah, but it was just, I tried watching it. It's just a piece Wait, of shit. Yeah, but they're always going to be, you know, it's, it's not like they're, they're going to lead with B- B-list star. Stay tuned to hear what B-list star has AIDS. Like, motherfucker, what B-list star doesn't have AIDS? That's probably how they got there. It's blowing the wrong people in Hollywood, <laughs> making it up that letter. The other thing I thought was funny is, uh, um, was he, in his interview, I read quotes, and he said he's not, he said, I know I didn't get AIDS sharing needles, but I'm not entirely sure how I did get it. Well, I keep saying AIDS. There's a difference. He's HIV positive. He doesn't have AIDS. I should I should I should be more uh, cautious when I speak because I'm not. His diet AIDS. Yeah, but he, he said I'm not. I know I didn't get it through sharing needles, but I'm not entirely. Really, all you did was bang prostitutes and porn stars, and you're not sure how you got infected. Let's let's come on, fuckhead. Yeah, I, I can't wait until the the Charlie Sheen AIDS. Charity Foundation starts, and he's like a motivational speaker or whatever, and he's going around the high school giving speeches about how not to get AIDS, and you know the safe way to like bang room fulls of hookers and porn stars in 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 events of tiger blood or whatever kind of weird shit that guy does. Well, was, uh, what's funny also is uh, did you? Like I said, I read quotes, but did you hear him saying things like? 
I was being blackmailed. I, I paid over ten million dollars in hush money to keep it a secret, and these vultures. Oh, ten million! I thought it was ten thousand. Holy shit! I think he said ten million in, in hush ah. money to keep it secret, and he it was he was angry trying to play the victim, like, oh, these vultures that I trusted with my private secrets. Don't they know that I have kids and grandkids? It's like you know who I don't feel sorry for. A multi-millionaire fucking party boy who's trying to cover up his own bullshit. You didn't have to pay anybody. All you had to do was say, oh, you want $10 million? Okay. Hey, uh, news outlets, I have AIDS or HIV positive. You know, I yeah. Saying, in like, fact, I, that's so it. much money. I would, I would give myself AIDS for $10 million, man. Are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? That's a lot of goddamn money. Like, and also... If you have AIDS and you're running around, I'm banging this porn star and this prostitute. And I, you know, I'm sleeping with all these models or whatever. You should maybe tell people that you have AIDS. That's not. Well, he said that he did, but the porn stars came out and said that he didn't. So that's where it's getting interesting, is because his quotes. He said, um, "I had unprotected sex with the porn stars when they were quote his goddesses. Remember when they were called goddesses." Um, oh yeah. He said I had unprotected sex with them, but they knew my history and we always took precautions. We did it under a doctor's supervision. And of course the porn stars what do you came mean? out. What do you, what do you mean having I don't fucking oh, know. I'm it. just talking. We did it his under quote. a doctor's supervision. He he sat there with a lab coat and 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 a and a black light and as soon as <laughs> as soon as I got done uh, you know, barebacking these guys. He would get in there with the red, with the black light, like CSI, and he would scrape all of my DNA off. With like the swaps. hotel rooms like, you don't want to sleep in. Yeah, like what do you what do you mean you had safe, unprotected sex when you have That's AIDS? What he that said. doesn't even he said fucking under make a sense. Doctor's supervision. I don't know what it what means. What doctor then... <laughs> is a? What's a doctor gonna do if you're having unprotected sex and you got HIV? Uh, that's that, that, that's called an African cocktail of death, okay? <laughs> I don't give a shit whose supervision it's under. You can have a doctor. You can have the Surgeon General. You can have the Pope. You can have Moses and Jesus and Buddha and all them characters. They're not going to be able to protect you from a guy with AIDS without a rubber. That's just – that's ridiculous. And Well, like I said, the porn stars are saying it's not true. They said they found out uh, after – so I don't know when they found out, but they said, yeah, all right, no, I'm, he I'm never believing them. Based off of what you told me right stuff. now, that sounds like bullshit. You say, oh, well, you know, I told them I had HIV, but they were cool with unprotected sex. Really? Yeah. Really? Oh, they were cool with, with the doctor? Like, no, that's not like, oh, I told them I had one of those lifelong ones. It's just like, oh, you just get little like a, a, a scab or whatever, but it's only contagious when it flares up. Like, oh, yeah, okay, maybe they would have done it then, but fucking HIV, come on, man. Ain't nobody having unprotected sex with you if you've got HIV. And then that shit about the except, doctor supervision, except. that just sounds like a crazy fucking lie from a crazy fucking man. It does, but to answer your question, who is having unprotected sex with the HIV uh, positive guy, uh, the porn stars who are drunk and coked out and fucking on heroin and sharing, you know, that's where the story falls apart a little bit on both sides. Yeah, but you mean they're going to long-term, they feel like that's a good idea. And and, and what doctor... Well, I'm saying when you're in the moment, you're like, you're fucking on heroin and coke and drunk. Like, did he actually say he had AIDS or HIV positive? Or did he think he did because he was so drugged out? And you're like, hey, baby, I'm here positive. Right. That's fine. Let's put it in. You know, like, well, who yeah, knows only, what's going on? That's the only fucking... way he could have told them that and had it not been a big deal, is if they're like semi-conscious... 
Exactly. And he said, hey, baby, I have something to tell you. I have HIV positive. What'd you say? I said, I love you. Let's do it. Yeah. And now, you know, 10 years later, well, I told you that one night when you shot all that heroin directly into your jugular vein. Remember? Exactly. You remember. That's exactly. crazy. And what doctor is going to, will you supervise me while I impregnate someone with, like, no doctor's going to sit there and let you do that. Like, I need to, I have, I'm HIV positive. Can I have unprotected sex? It's not like, uh, it's not like a pregnancy uh, cycle and, uh, the, the what do, yeah, what we're suddenly like, okay, you have like these that. three days on, these three days off, these three days, you know, you, where you're timing it. No, it's not how it, it, works. It, it'd be fun to call up a doctor and just kind of prank call up with some shit like that. <laughs> like, yeah, listen, doctor, uh, I'm, I'm an A-list celebrity. I don't want to give you my name yet. I have these uh, two porn star uh, wives or whatever. And here's the thing. I got HIV. They don't. Will you come supervise me while I have unprotected sex with them so they somehow... Don't get a okay. Great, I'll see you in uh, twenty minutes. Awesome. Whatever he did, apparently it worked because right now uh, the last the article I read where they said they he, that he did not tell them. They both went on record and said, "By the way, I am HIV negative. I have been tested." So you know who knows what he did or how it works. Uh, I thought it was you get your dick in there when you're. You know, I have no idea. I don't know. I, I thought it was pretty straightforward. You fuck when you've got a uh, HIV positive, and it's going to be a fluid transfer. But well, yeah, man, maybe I mean, it, it doesn't might... take every time. I'm I'm very yeah. ignorant. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, I'm sure it's like craps or something. You can you can you can bet the thirds and sometimes walk away with some cash. I don't know. Or that's roulette. What the fuck am I talking about? Yeah, roulette. You're right. Craps is the roll of the dice. But all right. Anything else? I we we have. Uh, I think we hit a good. We could call this the karma episode. The the pharmaceutical douche lost 14 million. Uh, Charlie Sheen got AIDS or got HIV positive because he acted like a douchebag. And uh, there you go. Book ended by. Sounds karma. good. All right, kids, thanks for listening. JakeVever.com, NathanTimmel.com, and God fucking damn it, I forgot to put at the front of this, but I will say it now. Again, end of November, you will no longer hear this on Podomatic. I am deleting that so that there is only one account. Find us. We're still on iTunes. We feed through SoundCloud now. So uh, there is your disclaimer. It came at the end of this episode. Later.